Worms are about to help scientists to boldly go where no researcher has gone before by venturing into space to help us to understand how changes in gravity might affect our DNA. Although scientists don't think DNA can be altered by low-gravity space travel, there are nonetheless signs that chemical markers called epigenetic modifications, which can be passed on from parents to their offspring, can be altered by exposure to low-gravity environments. From the Delaware Biotechnology Institute, Chandran Sabanayagam explains. Cells are adapted to the gravitational conditions on Earth. So the question is if we take life that is optimized for the gravitational force on Earth and we put them in a different environment, say Mars, the Moon, or even orbiting the Earth, it's not unreasonable to suspect that the animals will need to adapt to this change of environment. So things behave differently in microgravity heat doesn't rise, fluids mix differently, very strange environment. Have we any evidence, Chandran, that there might be an effect of microgravity on living systems when we say send an animal or a person into space? We do. We have some limited data. Viruses that are more virulent in microgravity, reports of bone loss and muscle loss from astronauts that have been in low Earth orbit on board the space station. So we do have evidence that lack of gravity does affect biology. So how are you going to try and explore this to find out in a controlled and objective and reproducible way what those effects might be and how they're affecting organisms? So we're going to use a model organism called C. elegans. It's a microscopic worm about a millimeter in length. The animal's lifespan is about two weeks, so we can follow uh, multiple generations of these animals in a very short time. So the experiment would involve exposing C. elegans to microgravity, either with our microgravity simulator on ground or, uh, for example, the International Space Station, let them adapt for, let's say, one or two generations, and then bring uh, the animals back on ground and to see how long the epigenetic patterns persist. When's this going to happen? We hope in about two years, although we are performing ground-based experiments right now. We can grow the worms in liquid, and that environment is relevant to microgravity. It's reduced gravity, actually, because the buoyant force of the fluid actually pushes up on the animal. So, for example, C. elegans, the worms, only experience about 8% of their normal body weight when they're suspended in liquid. From our epigenetic studies of these animals in the liquid environment, we already see changes in the epigenome. We indeed found one mark that persisted at least one generation when the animals were brought back to ground conditions. So we took them out of liquid and then put them back in the normal petri dishes, and they retained the epigenetic marks of their parents from liquid. So some marks seem like they can appear and disappear within a single generation, where other chemical marks seem to persist um, for multi-generations. And do the worms need special training to go into space? (laughs) No, um, we don't really train them. We adapt them to liquid first um, to get them used to that environment, and then we expose them to microgravity. What have they got up there on the space station for keeping worms happy? Is there literally a laboratory in orbit where you can put your Petri dishes in the right sorts of conditions and then is there an International Space Station resident who is trained to look after your worms for you to keep them happy while they're up there? Yes, they have uh, many biocultivating platforms. Uh, We can grow bacteria, yeast, worms, plants even, rodents. And yes, there will be crew members that will assist in the experiments. How do you get around the fact that when the organisms are being taken up into space 
this is actually quite a dramatic uh, exposure to many Gs because of the acceleration of the rocket <coughs> taking them up there. And then, of course, the recovery process. When they're coming back in, they're going to be subject to all kinds of unusual forces. How do you dissect that effect away from just the fact they've, they've been in space in microgravity? We can't really dissect that, but if we have the proper controls, um, say, take animals out at different points after launch, coming back down and then compare them also with ground controls, it'll give us a better idea of what factors are actually affecting genetics. Chandran Sabanayagam from the Delaware Biotechnology Institute. So next time you look up at the stars, just think, there could be a worm hundreds of miles above you, waving right back.